welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I have a theory on this problem of school violence. Kids these days are pushed to the limit. The expectations, the programming, the constant, constant supervision, over-supervision, and demand for excellence. Every kid is supposed to be good at everything. And we all know that that's just not humanly possible. It's not even realistic in any way at all. And in this effort to produce the super child, what's happening is that kids are becoming more and more disenchanted because there's no way that anybody can live up to expectations that are that high. Every kid is not going to be in honors English. Every kid is not going to be the perfect musician and eligible for Juilliard. Every kid is not going to be the best in math. But all the kids could probably do well if they were nurtured properly. I don't see the public school system nurturing kids at all. When you have things like this lab lunch that we talked about a couple of, uh, a week or so ago, where they're not even entitled to a full lunch period. They got to scoff down their lunch and then go off to, to play in the band or do earth science. It's ridiculous. My son is in junior high, and junior high sometimes I think is even worse than elementary school in terms of the ridiculous policies, procedures, administrative mumbo-jumbo crap that they try and make these kids do. I don't get why people who are involved in working with kids like this, middle school, teenagers, why they can't try and, and work with the children's natural flow of things. You know, kids have like a regular common sense about the way that they work, and, and all of us who are moms get this. When your kid comes home from school and it's a really, really hot day and they're totally wiped out and they, they're sweaty and they're hungry and they're, the first thing you don't do is yell at them or anything and tell them to sit down and do their homework. The first thing you do is like give them a cold glass of water and ask them how their day was or something. Very just like chilling, laid back, let them breathe, you know what I mean? Every mom, every mom kind of knows their kid and knows the way that they just have to get through, process, whatever, their stuff. And schools should also be able to understand how kids process. And it's not like my kid's really any different than any other kid. Every single kid that comes through my door at that time of the day is in the same place. They don't want to talk about homework. They don't want to talk about uh, a lot of the stuff that pressures them. They just want to have a drink of water, slice up an apple, put some peanut butter on it or something, and, and just zone out for five minutes. And after a little while, they'll tell you some little antidote about some ridiculous thing that happened or whatever, you know. It's fine. But uh, I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. I, this morning, I, uh, I had to drop my kid off at school because he had 
a backpack, a whole bunch of sports gear, and a saxophone. A lot of stuff to carry. You just can't walk to school, a lot of stuff. Okay. So, um, we've been through this a couple of times. The building's supposed to be opened at 7.30 so that the kids can enter the building at 7.30 and manage themselves to get to where they need to go, get to their lockers, put stuff away, put equipment away, whatever, and get to their classes on time. But for some reason, they don't allow the children to enter the building. Instead, they corral them outside like a bunch of animals until exactly 7.46, where they have four minutes to get from the front door of the building. Now, this entire gang, this it's like a herd of children, have to get squeezed through these little doorways and all walk down this little hallway. I mean, it's reminiscent of watching the cattle come off of a big truck or if you've ever seen uh, on TV where they have the pigs running down little gangplanks to get into their stalls or whatever. It's just like that. It's just the most bizarre thing. So the, the bell rings at 7.46, not 7.45 or 7.40 or 7.50, 7.46. God only knows what that's about. And they go squishing in down these little corridors to all try to get to a place on time. It's like treating these children like they're animals. And then they wonder why children get upset, why children are late to class, why there's behavioral problems, why there's pushing and shoving in the halls. Well, no kidding. Now you've got 150 kids trying to squish through two little tiny doorways and rush to their lockers to make their classes on time. I think the problem with school violence and the reason why it's increasing exponentially is because more and more these schools are pushing these kids to the limit. They are pushing them beyond the point of acceptable treatment. They're people. They are being used as little pieces, little pawns in a game of whose theory, whose methodology works better. When the truth of the matter is, is that different methodology works for different kids in different ways, depending on where they live, how they grow up, who they are, what their talents are, and all those other things. To try and pigeonhole people, which has been the public system's procedure, into round peg, round hole, round peg, round hole, and if you happen to be a square peg, you're screwed. These kids, because they can't possibly fulfill somebody else's expectation, become disenchanted. And when that happens, and they don't have the resources to figure out how to deal with it, they get frustrated. And when the frustration builds to a level, it's bound to come out in some way. It's like your body. There has to be a relationship. Mother Nature has ways of dealing with things. And when stuff gets to be too much, people get sick. Your body becomes vulnerable to attack from germs, from stress, from other things. And, and that's the body's natural mechanism, you know, where it's too much and the body rejects whatever it is to try and cleanse the system, to try and clean you out. And I, I think that's a lot the same. There's a very normal, natural cycle about how people push themselves too far and they become ill. They push themselves too far, and they have stress, and people have heart attacks. The kids are no different. They're just smaller. 
they just haven't lived as long as adults. But that doesn't mean that they aren't vulnerable to the same stresses and the same difficulties. And if you have no outlet, you're either going to get sick or you're going to have some kind of a reaction. And it might be, if you're lucky, just some thing at home where they refuse to clean their room. All right, you refuse to clean your room and it's an issue and you have to sort it out and you have to explain to them all the stuff about keeping your room clean and being a good partner in the house and all that other blah, blah, blah. You know, and it usually is short-lived and they get through it. But other kids who don't have the benefit of somebody listening to them and letting them vent in the way, whatever way they need to vent, just to get it out of their system because they have to purge the frustration. Otherwise, they hold on to it and it eats them up like anybody. And I think this eating them up thing is starting to manifest in violence, violence in the schools, because that's where these kids have the most pressure. And I don't get why people don't see this. It seems so obvious to me as a parent. We expect superheroes. Not a single one of us can look at ourselves and say, I am perfect at math, perfect at science, perfect at English, perfect at social studies, I'm perfect in band, I'm perfect in chorus, I'm perfect in art, I'm perfect in gym, not a single one of us. And yet these kids are expected to have 90 above average on every single thing, or they don't make honor roll, or they don't make this, or they don't make that, or they don't make the grade. And it's just irrational. And when you can't be a superhero, are you a failure? No, you're not a failure. But kids feel like that, I think. And I think that's why people explode. I think that's why they act out. I think that's why things become violent. When you eat something that doesn't agree with your stomach, you vomit. It's violent. you got to get it out. It's kind of like that, I think. And there's no reason to expect that when there's too much pressure, too much stress, too many constraints put on kids. It's going to come out somewhere else. It really is. It has to. It always does. You know, I mean, how many of you parents have, have said this? You know, you go to your parent-teacher conference and, and they sit there and tell you what a wonderful, cooperative, terrific child you have. And they're, you know, so great. And, and you look at this person and you go, cooperative? Is this the same kid who, who wouldn't set the table and won't put their laundry in the laundry basket, only on the floor next to the laundry basket? And when you ask them to take out the garbage, they, they roll their eyes and snarl. Is that the same kid that we're talking about? And you're like, oh, huh? And yet, you know, it's got to come out somewhere. And so for me, like as a mom, I, I think to myself, all right, you know what? So they snarl at me when I, take, when I ask them to take out the garbage. They're still taking out the garbage, and at least that's a constructive, I think, more constructive way of releasing this tension than acting out poorly in school or getting into trouble or, or, or school violence. You know, so it's got to go somewhere, and that's where it goes, and I'm okay with that. I understand that people want to be the best of everything, but the reality is nobody is the best at everything. Some kids are going to be really great at some things, and they're just not going to be really great at other things. And it's okay. And I don't know why we, as parents, can't just say to the administration of these schools, you know, this is a public school, just like, just like um, politics. You know, this is a democracy. And in a democracy, people vote, we hope. I do. I hope you do. 
so that we can set public policy. And in public school, we need to get involved again. We start going to meetings. You know, you go to a school board meeting, there's nobody there. I don't know how many of you go to school board meetings, but generally speaking, there's nobody there. And this is where we set the policy, the public school policy, so that there aren't stupid things like, a, like hundreds of kids corralled outside of the building door like animals, usually even when it's raining. It's all really frustrating to me. It is. I, I don't know the answers to this. I just wish that I could get some of these people to think in common sense, to, to understand that children in their childly wisdom and trust in their wisdom of knowing what they can and can't take and allowing them without letting them manipulate you because we all know how easy it is for kids to manipulate but we also know that if we're paying attention there's a point at which they've had enough and when they've had enough they really have had enough I, I need to know what other people think about this. So come on down, drop me a note, and, uh, and let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Till next time, this is Ellen Iron Dove, signing out.